Well, we're here for the dinner hour. Team Penske from uh, left to right. Reigning series champion, Verizon IndyCar series champion, Joseph Newgarden. 2014 IndyCar champion, Will Power. And 2016 champion, Simon Pagano. I guess we'll start with you, Joseph. Uh, yeah. You ready to go? Oval, how's the first? I can't stop staring at Will's food. He's eating, Please like, he's describe eating a full it. meal right now. Okay, guys. He's only telling me go it's true. It's busy. But, uh, yeah, it was okay. I mean, we um, we didn't run much on our side this um, afternoon just because, you know, I think we wanted to wait more for the evening running um, when you look at when qualifying is going to be when we come back. So we're, we're kind of waiting a little bit. We just ran, I think we ran 20, 25 laps, so a couple runs just to figure things out, kind of understand where the car is at. I think we were a little off on our on our starting setup, so our, we, we tweaked that, and I think the next set of tires will be – pretty good but um it's different you know i think uh, there's definitely adjustments needing to be made from from last year obviously so it's um it's uh it's useful to have this time and to be able to work through everything because i think we're all going to need it will how's the car different um well for stars we're lifting at each end um so that's a, that's a good thing i think uh, and uh yeah it's going to be interesting when we do running tonight because hopefully it's in traffic so um, we'll get an idea of how it's going to race. I just have a—it's a tough track to race on, simply because it's got a dog leg at the back straight there. Um, so, yeah, I don't know how much that will change, uh, but we will see. <laughs> Engine you guards find something very amusing. <laughs> All right, Simon, give us yeah, give us your assessment. Uh, Nine of the 17 wins last year came from, from this group, uh, plus one who's missing. By the way, how has that changed without the Brazilian? Oh. Yeah. <laughs> what happened to that yeah. one? <laughs> yeah, we miss him. Yeah, we miss Elio. I mean, he's, you know, the joy of our life. I'm glad I still have him in sports cars, so, you know, I get to hang out with him and know what life is about when you're so happy every day. It's, it's cool. No, he's such a cool guy. I love Elio. He's, he's been a great teammate, and obviously he's a legend. Um, so you know, I, knowing him more and more, it's uh, really is awesome to get to be his teammate. He's gonna be back in Indy. I think that's gonna be an interesting month. Um, we have to pull some pranks on him. I think. Oh, yeah. Huh? We have to get ready for that. How has the car been different for you, uh, <coughs> both at road courses and and what you've seen here so far? Well, yeah, in general. Um, Lots of differences. Uh, it's quite difficult to put a finger on it yet on, you know, exactly what the car does in every situation because it seems to be doing different things at different tracks, which I think the problem is is we've been used to have so much downforce. It's been overshadowing everything. Are you okay, Joseph? <laughs> wow. I need some of the tech you get. What, what is it? What? what? Yeah. Yeah, what are you doing? We, we what are you doing? It's a bunch of people <laughs> here. Come on. But yeah. Uh, <laughs> I have to eat. Like, what do you want me to do? Like, we get out. I can't, <laughs> I can't eat 15 minutes before I get in the car. Like, there's too many Gs. Like, you'll vomit. I'm glad the microphone and didn't, didn't get the... Uh, and that is the life of Will Power. Let's get to questions. Questions that are relevant to. Oh, uh, don't be please. embarrassed. It's okay. 
<laughs> Bruce. And the Andretti's were in here earlier and said that they have a limited amount of parts so that they're can't really they don't feel like they can really gas it like they want. How are you guys on parts? Do you feel you got enough parts that uh I didn't even know. So Well there are some teams like it's uh, good not to know sometimes. Dale Coin Racing basically has they've got enough parts for a car. I think we're all in the same boat, to be honest with you. So I, I don't think it's different. Yeah, but I, yeah, we didn't really know. So, well, now we'll take it easy. Just we'll just take it easy now. Just my day. I honestly, I think we're all in the same boat. We're we're not. You know, you don't want to wreck the car either way. So, don't do that. But um, you still gotta. We gotta push and you know figure out where the limit is. So I think we're trying to do that without hitting the wall. But if you hit the wall, it's like sorry. You know, I'm just trying to figure it out. I mean, I think we're going for it, you know. We'll see how it turns out. Hopefully it don't, hopefully it don't wreck tonight. That'd be good. Yeah. Tell Andretti to get on it. They looked okay this morning. Yeah, Hunter Ray didn't like look going. like he's backing off. Yeah. <laughs> I thought they looked fine. Marshall in the back. First of all, Will, what are you having for dinner? And second, tell me about Elio being named the Grand Marshal for St. Petersburg. Does that mean he's old? Does that, what does that mean? That's kind of a strange thing for an active driver to be. Special to the place and to the series, I guess. So, I don't think so. It's not happened to me soon. I've got another 10 years in this series, mate. What are you talking about? Um, yeah, that's it's good. It's great. He's, I, I don't know what to say. I mean, yeah, it's a really good thing for him and for us. Wave that green flag. <laughs> I know what, you, what, what else should I say? Were you asking everybody, Marshall? Okay, well, you know, I think it's great. Elio, what a fantastic guy. And to have him at St. Pete, we're going to get to spend some time with him. The fans will get to spend some time with him. This is a win-win situation for everybody. So I'm excited. I think we're all excited to see him. And I think he's going to wave that green flag beautifully. So... Check it out. St. Pete, March 11th. Patrick. That was my, what Ike said, but translated into American. Yes. <laughs> Normally in the engineering office, I'm the translator for both of them. There's a lot of discussion that happens, and then I just spit out what they mean, because I understand them. I said all that in a much shorter sentence. I said, wave the green flag. It's great for LA. He's a good guy. You gotta, you know, in America, you gotta elaborate. You gotta go off on tangents and just speak a lot, and then people get it. Patrick, we've Correct. we've we've strayed off course here a little bit. You just gotta drop a Bob's your uncle in there every once in a while, and you're all good, right? I feel like we're all at dinner together, and it's Will's dinner, you know, and we're all just kind of <laughs> chatting. So awkward. Will, Will is so awkward, but he's so great at the same uh, time. For the three of you, is there any one track you think this car is gonna be? a lot different ad. Is there any like one track you're thinking, okay, this is going to make that track a lot better or a lot more fun? I think street courses will be the most different. You know, if you're looking at the calendar, street courses will be the biggest change. Uh, short ovals, I would say, would probably be right behind that. Um, so those are your two biggest places. So this is, this is a place where a lot of change is going to happen. You know, you're basically running qualifying downforce level at the moment, um, looking at last year's car. So with that, there's a lot that's got to be different. You got to look after the tires differently. You got to drive the car different. Um, I think we don't know yet if that's going to be better for racing. We were just kind of discussing that. You know, we 
I think this is a great evaluation, not only for the teams and drivers to work on their setups with the new car and figure that out, but I think for IndyCar, they'll be observing what they think about the current downforce spec, and they'll get a good idea of that tonight when everyone gets together. So have you gotten close to anybody at all to feel the turbulence yet? Uh, Simon, I, I haven't. No, I can't speak to that. I think you just got to lose front. Like the old car, you lost rear, and that made it really difficult to follow. But losing front equally, um, but the turbulence is a lot less, I feel like. There's something funny. Yeah, yeah, I followed, followed a few cars. Um, no turbulences whatsoever. It was very clean behind the, behind the other car, which meant that drafting was also difficult. Uh, wasn't much of a drafting effect. But uh, in the corners, like Will said, it was very stable in the rear, just losing front. So it's just going to need to adapt to that because it's a different characteristic than before. Um, but it's still very early to say I, I still didn't have the right balance on my own. So, um, yeah, it was interesting. David Mosher, other shoulder. Thank you, really. Um, well, how uh, you did the uh, engine manufacturer test out here in uh, October. Uh, how much has uh, yours and Penske's setup evolved since EO from now to uh, from then to now? Uh, we pretty much started with what we finished with there, right. um, and then have made the just a few adjustments. <laughs> Actually, in a pretty good window, the car feels pretty good right, right. now. Yeah, so it hasn't changed much. Thank you. Here. I'm wondering how much of an impact has dropping from four cars down to three had on the team's off-season planning and strategizing? It's just got easier, really. It's one less car to run. Uh, yeah, it hasn't changed much. Yeah, there's a little bit of reorganization on, obviously, you know, the crews and um, and all that. Plus the addition of the sports car team. Uh, it's been uh, it's been a bit of a reorganization, but. Um, I mean, honestly, it's been a very swift uh, transition uh, on both teams. Uh, having the experience with them both, it's uh, it's uh, as the strength of the Tim Penske is being able to evolve and grow uh, without any hurdle uh, to anyone and to any uh, any of the f the three teams here. So um, so far, good. I think it's it's a little easier. I feel personally because we have a little less information, so we can actually go to the point quicker. Um, Personally, I feel like it's it's not as easy to get lost, um, so um, so that's good. Simon, any differences in Joseph now that he's won a championship or even year two in the team? Anything different? Is he less more chatty? No, it's Captain America. That's it. He's definitely got a bigger mouth. <laughs> <laughs> nice. No, no, he's, he seems to be cracking up a lot more. Mm -hmm. All right. Mary? Uh, unfortunately, the person that probably could best answer this question isn't here. Alio has you know, had a long history back to the 90s where there was a new car every year would come out and probably not major changes like this change from last year's car to this car. But from a driver's point of view, I'm hearing that you have to adjust your driving style. I mean, how long does that take you to figure out? And with the engineers, uh, I would imagine they're trying different things all the time. Yeah, I think with the good guys, they're, or the good drivers, they're, they do it pretty fast, you know, because you're always 
sort of evolving your style, whether it's the tire that's changing or, you know, the engine that's changing. So this year, there's it's a big change. It's quite a big change, and it really just like like we were talking about before, it really depends on the circuit. So street street circuits in you know certain certain places that you go to, I think your driving style will change a lot. Um, but you you just you adjust very quickly. Right? I think I've always told people too when they ask about the car, you can't just watch St. Pete and see where everyone stacks up and then get a snapshot for the year. I think it's gonna you're gonna have to watch all year to see how it evolves because people are gonna be figuring things out as the year goes on and and um, getting better and better. So it'll be fun to watch you you know figures it out the quickest. But um, you know as far as like the broad strokes and figuring out you know driving style change, you do that really quick and then it's just down to the little details throughout the year and just refining and refining and whoever gets those little details quicker I think is is normally who's better at the end of the year. Any impressions of what you saw from the wind sh windscreen testing yesterday? The the look of it, the uh, love it. I thought it was awesome. Yeah. Let's put it on for St. Pete. No. Yeah. 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 I mean, from an aesthetic standpoint, looks I thought good. it was fantastic. Yeah. Like it looks great. You know, I think what's great about IndyCar too is they've taken their time. They've not just slapped something together. Like this has been in the works for about two years, and. And it's cool, actually, one of our partners, PPG, has been heavily involved in, in developing the screen. You know, you saw with the, the visor cam, there, there's, you don't really see much distortion. I mean, I, we didn't drive it, but just from the views that you can see from the press that's been put out, it, it, looks, it looks fantastic. So I think we're all in favor of what we saw yesterday, I can say that. Bruce? Will, in any way, does this feel anything like what you drove in Champ Car? Yeah, it's too long ago, long ago. Yeah, I remember racing the Champ Car uh, at Milwaukee. And, um, yeah, it just, just needs more power. I think that was a big thing, is how hard it was to get the throttle, like, on a short oval. Um, and that's that's why I thought, yeah, I, you know, I, I think we should use road course power here because then maybe we can get some passing. Everywhere. Yeah, everywhere, really, but... Um, particularly here, it it's seems to be the most difficult short oval to have a good race. Steve? Will, you're going to be uh, going to your third strategist in uh, three years, but this one's Roger. Tell me a little bit about what that's going to be like for you. Uh, yeah, that's it's, uh, I'll know in St. Pete, but um, yeah, Roger's had a lot of experience, so um, looking forward to it. You know, I just uh, I won't get any practice at knowing how he speaks on the radio so i'll just have to i think he'll be the whole weekend at st pete though um, because some races he just turns up on race day but uh i think uh yeah it'll be good i mean you know i have dave festino who's been with me since 2007 so you know i think roger will lean on him as the strategists do lean on the engineer um uh, to really get help with the strategy more than anything i mean that's i think the engineer probably does more than um the strategist patrick uh, just follow up on that a little bit what about roger spending 24 hours on the pit box yeah that's impressive that's uh yeah i mean shows roger who i don't think he'll ever stop like he's it, racing is his golf he absolutely loves it so he still goes indy car races sports car nascar um yeah and yeah, he'll be he'll be there at all the races this year again. Anybody else? Uh, 
One of the comments the drivers have made about this new kit, universal kit, is that it, the car can feel like it has 100 more horsepower. And I don't know if that's the road course configuration or oval. But um, it sounds like, from what you're saying, you'd prefer to have the same level of horsepower on all the tracks instead of reducing it for the ovals. And um, so it would seem that would be possible for the engine manufacturers to provide that because it's already there in the engine and you know because all the restrictions they have they're not really planning on doing a lot of development between now and whatever whenever the new engine formula comes in so um, how does that work at a track like this if you had more horsepower if you had it equal to the road courses yeah I think uh, it would just create more tire degradation more lifting um, and <coughs> create another phase of the corner right now when you get the throttle it's just an easy bang it there might be some progressiveness there and people will make mistakes on the exits of corners and that's kind of how you, you get a run on someone so uh, yeah it's it is there like the horsepower's there and um, I think the engines the engine manufacturers had enough time with the engine now so the reliability is pretty good so uh, yeah I, I think that that should be something they think about Yeah, I think that the, the difficulty for the uh, engine manufacturer is uh, reliability, you know. Um, 500 miles with more boost and it's a complete different workout for the engine. So, um, <coughs> you know, the engines are designed and tested to run the boost level that Indica mandates for each tracks. So for a 500 mile race, all the development's being made at 1.3 boost. Um, so that would mean that all the development that has been done all the years prior that's out of the window. So you would have to restart development at a higher level of boost. Your component would wear more. Um, then there would be a whole different uh, uh, program of research and development for Chevy or Honda, uh, which might cost a lot of money. So you know uh, that's probably why um, that's probably why it's not happening really. Uh, it would definitely reduce the engine mileage. Anyone else? Good luck to you fellers. Thank you.